it's not my intention to ramble when I intro. I just get excited when the mic's live and I'm in front of it and I can hear my voice. I just get uh I get electric, man. I get turned right on. Don't don't say that. And it's like you flip a switch, not like my wiener. It's head not factory radio. <laughs> Factory Radio. Live and direct. I really can't believe I can't think of anything. Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy mofo. Punch it in the face. You're a complete bastard, we'll hate it. Tune in. I'll fuck anything that moves. Or whatever. Head not Factory Radio. <laughs> So, we recorded an episode last week, and I didn't post it, um, because I don't have a reason. And now, we, when we recorded that episode, I think we started talking about the Will Smith slap, because that's just taken over the planet. And I think when we saw it, we knew that was going to fucking happen. It was one of those kind of moments that, like, you see... You remember where you were and what you were doing when it happens, which is a shame that like that's the kind of shit that really like catches our fancy nowadays. But um, we were going to have an episode just catching up because the last episode that we posted was like a long time ago before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And a lot has changed for each of the boys. So I think it would be fun to do kind of a a dive into like what we all are collectively not collectively individually going through and maybe some some of what collectively we want to do maybe we'll do a little goal setting because we didn't have a, a new year's episode this year so maybe we can do a little bit of that um but yeah like you know whoever i mean who's the the who's got the lamest story um i guess all of us kind of huh I don't have a lame story. But, like, all three of our lives are very much different than what they were before Definitely. Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm, I'm married now. Uh, okay, so Bobby's going to get started. Well, that's perfect. Just, I mean, no, that's I, good. No, I'll, jump into nobody it. Nobody jumped in. So like, can, you close um, the, can you close the door? Son of a bitch. Because when the refrigerator comes back on, we can hear it, and everybody will know this is like a rookie thing. There you go. Good job. Clo- just close it, shut, though. Shut the if you leave it open, the girl's gonna push I, I, it open again. I'm, you I'm, knew I was gonna I'm say gonna it. Fucking leave so hard. <laughs> so uh, this is not an episode of Ghost Adventures, you bitch. You, I need you right. to chill out. Fair enough. I'm a, I'm married now. Uh, Bobby's I's, married. I's married now. Bobby married his long time of less than a year. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was when a, you know, actually, you it was know. a full year. I don't know what you're talking about. Less when, than when you know, you know, man. When you yeah. know, you know, and that's when important. When you know, you know. I mean, we've been friends for a very long time. No, so. you haven't, Bobby. Come on now. Yeah, y'all have been acquaintances. <laughs> y'all I mean, knew of each other, and then y'all found each other again. It's it's prettier that way. If you it like I, because I have given this some thought because when y'all were like, yeah, yeah, we know each other, or we've been friends or whatever, and I'm like, no, y'all haven't. But I thought about it, and I was like, it's so much more romantic to be like. Yeah, we were friends back then, and then, like, you know, we kind of lost touch, and then, like, we found each other later on, and then, like, I was like, dog. (laughs) 
am I in fucking love or something, bro? Like, what's going on? Bro, but I mean, like... My heart? What, like, I mean... Grew three sizes? What do you consider friendship? Because, I mean... Oh, that's a good question. For why, me, there's so many I different... Why being asked it, though? Because so you're the one with the... Resume. levels of friendship. I mean, yeah, there's acquaintances and stuff like that, like, but I People don't... you just see in passing. You yeah, know what people I, mean? I see in passing are acquaintances. I mean... I wouldn't consider my wife somebody that I would I would see in passing. That's good enough for me. <sighs> Shut the fuck I mean, up and we've let always, it go. We've always kept in touch with each other. Oh, we've okay. Always, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody I see in passing is like, fuck. I mean, I, I have so many acqu- acquaintances. You do know, according to the definition, but you do. Um, and he, he can't yeah, there's a lot of people right I now. see in passing. That I yeah okay I can define them as acquaintances because I know of them I I know them from one instance in my life. Hello. Really. Can you find me? Okay yeah so. Can you find me? What part of this is funny to you? uh, The fact that you're about to be fucking friendless in this goddamn house. (laughs) So uh, what the fuck is about to happen? We appreciate y'all listening to the uh, to the show today. Because I'm about to fucking head out. We appreciate y'all listening to the show today. Uh, this is Hit Night Factory Radio. This, uh, I think there's some real fear there. <laughs> yes, motherfucker. I, I, think, I think a friend is somebody who you actively seek to spend extra time with outside of just seeing each other in, part, in, in public. I think a friend yeah. is someone who wouldn't fucking play ghost girl fucking sounds. You're okay, dog. Am I? She don't come after people like that no more. Bruh. You, she never came after you. You were sleeping in her room like the whole time. And you read? I'm about to flee. I'm, 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 I'm about to, to flee, dog. <laughs> I'm about to fucking Scooby Doo through this fucking wall. <laughs> yes. Look like the Juggalo guy. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> with the, the butcher's knife. I mean, yeah. I guess. I mean, <laughs> you got okay, I guess everybody me. has a different definition of of friends. What do, What would you call a friend? My wife, <laughs> y'all two niggas. Um, that's about it. I'm pretty sure we're a little more than friends, but I mean we're we are actually sure. related. Well, that's but cool. I mean, I got Bobby, we but I have, but there. I have cousins that I I never see that I never talk to. So mm-hmm. they, I mean, I can I can correlate. Yeah, you're my fair cousin. enough. No, I get you're you. My first cousin, but at the same time, I dig. Yeah, yeah. there's always Lorenzo. Yeah. Right. Who could forget about fucking Lorenzo? My mama showed me a picture of him, and I was like, I don't know who that is. You should see his two little girls look just like him. Bobby got baby fever. So no, keep no, keep on, like, keep on. Let's keep keep on. He's like Rikishi, and then it's like two little young Rikishis. <laughs> you got married. Yeah, I got married. Uh huh. Um, I uh, you know, I got a promotion on my job again, so. I don't I don't drive around anymore. I'm I'm inside. Hopefully I'll get another promotion very soon. Hey, spicy pizza boy. Yeah. Um that's about it, man. I'm losing weight. Yeah, I mean not tonight. Your dude. injury? <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> not not like in front of you. But no, yeah, like I you know, I had my foot my foot was in a cast for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um because of that, uh, I had that abscess on the bottom of my foot. That is now closed. It is it is still healing. It's a little tender still. Um, but I don't have a fucking boot on my foot anymore. So that's good. For the folks who don't know what an abscess is, that is a bobo. Yeah. 
Got a, he, he, he had a, him had big boo boo. It's a hickey. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. On the bottom of my foot. So, as you, you know, on the bottom of anybody's foot, it would be bad. It would right. take a very long time to heal, especially right, considering, right, right, right. you know, I'm a diabetic as well. So, it took there even is longer that, to heal. You're like the reverse of, of Wolverine. Yeah. You like if takes if a long time to heal. You like if Wolverine had uh, reverses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like my shit will heal, but boy, Logan is in work. great shape and he heals so fast. It's like the opposite. Yeah, I'm like old man Logan. Like at least you smell good though. Around. I think Wolverine smells bad, right? Like I can't look at a picture of Wolverine and be like. That guy smells great. That guy smells incredible. That guy smells like a f- big fucking turd. Young Wolverine, probably. Nah, I don't. Nah, that first Wolverine, bro, you don't think so? Probably also smelled like shit. With the, with the with the leather jacket, smelled like you know fresh cedar or something. Probably smelled like fresh cedar and shit. <laughs> you know how when you funky and you think like I'm gonna just spray a bunch of shit on myself instead of taking a bath. That was today for me. Oh. I smelled my dick through my pants. It was. That those those are rough moments, aren't they? It, and you don't realize it until you're already at the place yeah. where you really don't need your dick smelling through your <laughs> yeah. pants. And then, then, but then, like you sit down, spread full eagle. And it's like, what the fuck is that? That's my balls. <laughs> <laughs> you ever do that? No. You sit down on the sofa and like the ass dick, budusy, just coming goozles you up. real just, good. Just I've I've had that happen maybe a handful of times and I immediately get up and like T- I shower immediately. Yeah. It the most recent time I, I came home from work, so it's like six six thirty, and Becca was like, "Can you build the stand for my bike?" And I was like, "All right, I'll do I'll do that." I'm but first, I'm gonna take my drawers off. She was like, "Don't take your drawers off." I was like, "Bet," but I'm taking my pants off. And she was like, "It was there was compromise," so I. I took my pants off and then I started building her thing and I was sitting Indian style in the guest room and I was like, I smell shit. One of these fucking dogs done shit in my house. And like a big soft moron, I walked around the whole fucking house looking for a turd. Didn't see anything. I sat back down. I was like, there it is again. It's because my asshole was giving off vapors that reached my face. Yeah, that's not good, my man. This is a, this is a dangerous conversation to continue. I'll when you're when that. you're sad, you stop taking care that's of yourself. Not, that's that's true. And that's yeah. not true because you're sad and you you're looking you're looking like a little snack over here, man. Okay, we got it's his Beijing on. It's you look like Resnell Washington, Denzel's <laughs> slower brother. <laughs> but he's got all the character. He's yeah. got all. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I'm gonna put cases on all you bizniches. <laughs> um is so we don't get censored. I don't want to get pulled off the air again. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're one strike away and then all this is going. All this is going and we have to start a new podcast. <sighs> I got a couple good names that aren't good names. Wait, let's let's hear something. No, we're moving on to something else. Cool. Um so what's happened with me, Jesus, fuck. Okay, so I think I think I had a, yeah I, okay. So after Hurricane Ida, that was September. I don't 
time. Something like that, yeah. Something like that, yeah. It's so weird. Hurricane After Hurricane Ida, we came back and I was signed off as a general manager. It was my job because my boss friend quit uh, two weeks before the hurricane uh, made landfall. So by the time we came back, I was the general manager. So I was, I was making good money. Um, I was excited. I was going in the fourth quarter. I had to staff a whole new team. I was stressed out. I was working like six, seven days a week. Uh, you know, I lost like a full inch of girth um, on my uh, extremities. Um, so uh, that was that was cool. And I was I was working. I was busting my ass. I really wanted to be successful there, um, and I wanted to prove. That uh, they didn't make a mistake putting me in that position, so it, it meant a lot to me in those moments. And you know, everybody thought I was overworking myself, and I knew I was overworking myself, but I, I felt like it was it was worth it because this was this was my moment. And then the week of Thanksgiving, I got word that they would be closing my store that I had just recently become the general manager of. So then I spent. Uh, the remainder of that month not being able to tell any of my clients um uh you know telling the team you know fielding all these questions about where are we going to go what are we going to do and having to be like the adult in that situation and not just one of the people asking the questions was um by far and away professionally the hardest thing i've been through um bobby got married then <laughs> <laughs> Which was an event because Quentin came to it. Yeah. And it was a fucking riot. You know why? Because I ribbed Bobby while he was standing at the altar. And everybody loved it. I am on brand. It was good shit. It was it good was, shit. It was it was tasteful. Oh, yeah. I tried, I tried my best. We were in a church. He was on good behavior. I was. I was on my best behavior in that damn church. Uh, motherfucker. Um, I didn't curse. Yeah, you did. I cursed in the church. You did. My mama slapped you three or four fucking times. I don't think that was no, 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 no. Mama yeah. slapped me because I was making fun of Bobby. It's still so weird. Um, it's not for me though. So Christmas happens, and then I, I get to tell all my clients that the store is closing, and then begins the vulture circling, and it's like, when is it going down to seventy? And then I'm literally selling things. That have been in this store for 25 years until <laughs> now for like pennies on the dollar. And it was, it hurt, man. Every second of it hurt. And every week they were like, you got to get it done and get out of there quicker. And I remember, you know, uh, the week after Christmas, they were like, you have to ship out five of five, 50% of everything you have in that store. And I was like, okay, yeah, we can get that done. And they're like, by the end of the week. And then you have to liquidate your whole staff with the exception of your key holders. And if you need anybody else, beg me. And then I had, you know, a series of not great conversations with my DM over the course of that month, which tore me down even more. But, you know, the silver lining in all of this was I happened to be in the office crying one day. Um, when uh, a recruit, I wasn't crying that day. Um, a recruiter from, I shouldn't say that. A recruiter from the company I currently work at, <laughs> um, name will remain time, unknown, time. just happened to call the store 
and I picked up and they were asking me about recruiting in the area and I told them you know it's been kind of dry it's been a lot of old guys and young girls and it's it's kind of a weird environment right now which is accurate um because I got offered a transfer position at another store in the same company as my parent company um, for significantly less money. I was getting denied severance. Um, I was being told that I wasn't going to get 130 hours of my sick time paid out. So I was I had I'd really been I was fed up at that point and I was ready to jump at a new opportunity. So I, needless to say, I, I currently work for them. Um, in the process, there was going to be a period of time before my store, and there's still going to be a period of time before my store opens. Um, so I spent a month over at the other store, and what what ensued was a bunch of uh, really unnecessary workplace drama. I almost dropped somebody. Um, it was it was not the best of times, but it was not the worst of times either, and I'm very appreciative for that. Um, and everybody who was over there who honestly kind of made it a whole lot easier for me to transition. Um, I owe those people a lot. Um, and I do still appreciate everybody at Williams-Sonoma who, um, you know, gave me an opportunity. Um, just in general, you know, uh, you know, from the people who brought me on to the people who gave me uh, the shot at GM. So I'm, I'm, I am very appreciative for the position that I'm in right now. Um, I'm making the same money I was making as a general manager now for a lesser role at the new place where I work. And um, everything, for the most part, is chill. Still dealing with some sad stuff, but, I mean, that's to be expected. That's what's going on with me. That's that's what's happened for the past five months is I'm, I'm just working and working and working. I've had, I'm going to have three different W-2s um, next year, and that's exciting. Nice. We're only 17 minutes into this episode. Yeah. And we're already two-thirds of the way done. Maybe this will be a short one. <laughs> Probably not. Um, as, uh, uh, as for me, uh, I got a job. Ooh. I got I, I got a job in a field that I've, I've wanted to uh, admittedly be in since I was like a kid. That's, that's, that's some cool shit. Man. Yeah, and that's all I'm going to reveal. Let's move on. No, no, there's been so much. There's been so much. There's been so many medical emergencies. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about and that. like hilarious jokes about people with sickle cell and That's anemia. true. Those jokes have been fire. That guy does not deserve it, man. Who cares? We're moving on. He's kind of asking. I don't have anything else ready for this episode. What, what do, do you mean? That, I, out of everything that's been happening, we got you our talk first. About your bad dad day? We've got. Oh, man. So I had a bad day. It's like it's like you you, you really brought it back. Like I, I was trying to like power through, but then you brought it back up. Uh, so I guess uh yeah today uh, I had a bad dad day, and um if you could explain what a bad dad day is. Okay, for a lot of you who uh who don't know me, uh, my dad died when I was like five, and uh and the the bulk of my like adult journey has just been trying to like actually cope with the idea not with the idea with the fact that i didn't have a dad growing up so when i say i had a bad dad day that just means that like it was a day where i thought about how completely like disheveled and and i guess overall fucked up i am 
from not growing up with the dad and and so today um i realized a handful of things during my bad dad day and that is uh television is still raising me uh like i think it's raising a a, a lot of us i think I, I might be the only one brave enough to admit it and um and because i didn't grow up with the dad it made me emotionally like what, what what's a what's a good word because i don't want to say damage and i want I, and it it made me emotionally unstable stunned you think yeah yeah well dysfunctional yeah emo- emotionally dysfunctional stupid shut up because um <laughs> <laughs> because like because <clears throat> i i have moments now where i realize what i missed out on by with not having the dad uh and then by realizing what i missed out on it also made me realize how because i didn't have a dad well because i was because i haven't dealt with my childhood trauma of not having a dad looking back it made me a terrible older brother mm. um and i'm pretty sure it made me like an awful son to my mom because i i didn't have no one like i guess around to kind of like help me navigate the feelings that i was having but instead i was told to repress the feelings Mm -hmm. and since now i'm at a point where i don't have to repress those feelings and i like it it kind of just kind of bubble up a lot of times like when i'm watching something that has like an emotional father-son moment happening uh because it's something that i'm unfamiliar with but it's but i wish i had it's like a sense of longing yeah and and then that kind of like that kind of like creates i won't say create then that kind of like better informs me of why i have like such a a desperate need for dads to like me Mm. because it's like i'm i'm still trying to like feel the void of not knowing what it was like to just generally have a dad so it's like i treat other people i want not treat but i i try to get other people's dads to see the value in me as a son which hurts me even more because like i still have to fight like the the black stereotype of like being a like being a man and not need nobody's confirmation that i'm worthy but it's like i kind of can't help that because like the 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 fucking five-year-old in me still doesn't understand like why my dad had to die Mm -hmm. well because i think you know it was senseless but that that's the problem is i'm not sure if it was senseless be because of the information that i would get from my aunts it's like for the most part the shit just kind of seemed like retaliatory Hmm. you know what i'm saying kind of like well he had it coming because of the things that he was doing because i I can't that's that's what i mean by senseless i mean like it didn't have to happen because it was preceded by a bunch of silliness yeah but it's it but I can't say that it's senseless because of the way that I grew up because, you know, cause like growing up in the projects, shit is really like an eye for an eye, like blood for blood. So 
if that's not i mean is that a, is that rational to you no or is it no like, it's, it's that's that's all i mean is that i'm just saying like it's it's fucked up that's yeah, all i'm saying well no i and i and i understand that but i'm but you know sometimes with with certain words you can't like you can't throw them out because they mean something to to, to somebody else you know it's like they, it it has a, it takes on a different meaning to say it was senseless because it's like if all of the stories that i got from people was that he was like in the streets and he was like about that life or whatever it's like well the life catches up with you so for people who live the life is not senseless it's just the circle of life it's just how shit goes but for people who 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 aren't familiar with the way things go it's like yeah it's senseless as an adult i can say that shit is like 100 percent fucking senseless because you know like there could have been a better way but then like the part of me that's from the streets is like well no one cares if you just had a kid Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like no one cares if you're trying to turn your life around if before you had a kid you wronged them in in some kind of way Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so so the the and then the bad dad they just kind of it made me a little it made me real reactive uh to to people and and i and i and and I can acknowledge that no one deserved like the things that, and, and I, I know you, I know I wasn't being hurtful. You don't, and you don't really frequently. It's not like you're lashing out every fucking day. Yeah, this is shit that you bury. And uh, honest to God, you could say the worst thing in the world, and I would completely understand where it was coming from. No, I wouldn't. I still think you're a <laughs> jackass, but it's not. It is. It's. I part of being there for you is understanding that you're not lashing out at me. You're just lashing out, um, which a lot of folks don't understand. We, it, it, I, I've dealt with a lot of people with anger issues who don't really know how to, you know, really clamp things down. So you have to understand that sometimes when people are acting out, they're not acting out on you. They're just acting out more for you because most of it's a cry for help you know yeah and then i did i, I kind of like went through like those emotions before like i came over here mm-hmm. so the shit is still kind of like is I, that why you went and saw your uh your grandma yeah it that and, and i, I yeah and i and i kind of like wanted to let her know that i wanted to kind of like go out to the parish and and because that's where all my that's where my dad and my grandpa and all my uncles are and some of my cousins are buried Mm-hmm. And I was like, I kind of want to go out there and I guess just kind of like sit. But it's like what I didn't, I guess, have like the heart to tell her was that was the reason why I wanted to go out there, you know, because like I was feeling like so I was feeling so sentimental. And I was I was also feeling like like a real disappointment to like the men that was supposed to be in my life because I can't. Because because i can't understand because i can only understand the loss of of like not having my dad or my uncles growing up and with my grandpa being in like prison for like a decent amount of my uh, like a decent amount of my my fucking childhood you know it's like i kind of want like a part of me wants to go out there and like sit down and really just like talk you know like Mm -hmm. just i guess it's like not as much like clear the air but just like i guess get my feelings out in a in a place where i guess i can kind of say like i'm being heard by them without being like <laughs> without being uh like without being told like or without being like interrupted being told like that i'm being soft you know because i i think that could be 
because <laughs> I, I I think it could be like therapeutic in a sense to kind of like tell them how I feel like I'm letting them down. Mm-hmm. And I, I I know a lot of people be like, well, no, like how could you? Is like, well, because I mean, I was I was gonna, you know, it's bullshit. So I, I don't feel the need to jump on your back about it. Yeah, but and, and I, I one one hundred percent, I I know it's bullshit. You but, you are literally, I'm and I I. I said I wasn't going to jump on your back about it, but here we go. You are your family's dream come true. And I I know it's going to take a while for that to really sink in for you. But I had a, I had a, a lot to live up to, you know, what I, and I, I still beat myself over the head with the expectations of like trying to be everything my mom and my daddy are and make as much money as them and set people up and do all, you know, be what they are to the family. Um, and that's, that's too much. And it's always like kick the living shit out of me. You are that guy for your family. You, you are the guy who made it out, who didn't have to get locked up to figure it out. You're the guy who did the right thing at the right times. You had kids. You stood there. You stayed with them. Every mistake that generationally, generationally, you feel like you've inherited, you've neutralized. I think you got to give yourself some credit now. And I understand there's, there's more to go. And there's room at the top and, you know, there's this there's this air above your head and you can feel it before you knock your head on the ceiling. I, I dig it. But you have already exceeded all expectations already. Here's here's the problem, though, mm-hmm. is what if what I've achieved, not what they had in mind? Who fucking cares? And I, I know that. I mean, like that seems weird to say when, like, your family's so proud of you. It's like, but what if this is not it? Yeah, the fuck them then. <clears throat> well, no, but, it, but but f- fuck them then. Yeah, if 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 the dumb shit that I think or or that I I I constantly like ponder about, if that's what they want, it's like, yeah, no, nah, like fuck them. What do you think they want? It's, As it's, opposed to you just being successful, there for your children. Not just there for your children, a good father. It's it's the not knowing. What do you mean? It's 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 more so like not what I think. It's just more like it's it's the not being able to have those conversations. And, and not have being them a- say that they're proud and, of you. And not being able to have ever been able to have those conversations. Because my, my grandfather, he was the kind of guy where he was just like, Look, like I'm out of prison. I don't give a shit what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like because I'm out and I just want like, hey, come over here and see me. Come over here, see me, see your grandma. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, like really like, like talk to us, you know, like, you know, like, like make sure you're letting us in. Like that, that was his thing. His thing was like, look, as long as you, it's like, I ain't get to see you for some years. I, I miss you growing up. I miss your daddy dying. I, I, I miss my other son's dying. Like I couldn't be there for your grandma's like, so as long as you come over and see me, like I'm, I'm good. And my grandma, she's pretty much the same way. She's just like, she's like, I love you no matter what, as long as you ain't gay. Because they grew up in a certain era and whether it's so what you're saying is they would not fuck with Bobby. No, they wouldn't. But I also wouldn't tell them that that Bobby's gay. That didn't work. No, it didn't. But you know what I'm saying? So it's it's not so much as like them. Because he's a homophobe. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's more so just like. Like. 
like you could have a com like you and Bobby, y'all can have a conversation with y'all dad. Just kind of be like, yo, like, like what were your thoughts on like this, that, and the third? But it's like for me growing up, I stumbled through pretty much every fucking thing. I never learned how to talk to girls. Nobody never fucking like sat me down and be like, well, hey, you know, it was like no one like gave me the confidence to talk to women. That's why I'm like an awkward motherfucker now when it comes mm-hmm. down to talking to women. You know what I'm saying? Like far as like I far as like with with like playing sports and shit, there was nobody playing catch with me. So like there was no one who was like driving me to understand like what the dip like how there's a different level of like success and just when you strive to achieve like you know what i'm saying just kind of like working towards something which is like now i'm just like no nah, like fuck a job i think this is i think this is this is gonna be some feedback for you that's fine i i feel like you, you remember how you said you know tv raised you and shit i feel like this is kind of an example of that yeah almost nobody has that experience with their father's like the way you just broke it down, like nobody was there to do this for me. It's like me neither. <laughs> like it's it's not you know, but it's it's the fact of the matter is, is that I'm not trying to say like dads are overrated or anything like that, but I am trying to say that maybe your expectation for what you missed out on is a bit too high. Yeah. This is absolutely. This is, is going to sound like I'm ribbing the fuck out of your family, and I want to assure you, I might be. <laughs> but if 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 what you had to look forward to was your dad potentially being negligent anyway, and in moments have your family hold that kind of behavior up, and if your uncles were still around and they were still in the streets, you know. It was it was inevitable that was going to happen, but how much of that was eventually going to bleed into you and in, in your success and your happiness? I'm not saying that I'm happy your family's a dis. <laughs> what I'm saying is is that I think maybe you think that the alternative was like going to be straight fire and is like white picket fences and like. But what I guess what I'm saying is like that's really not the norm. Like Jared has a very very similar situation to you. David had like it's been like this this 27 year long thing about whether or not his Paul even knew he was alive for a period of time, and then like the dad is back in the life, and then the only relationship. I mean, I might be exposing David wouldn't mind. The only relationship he really had with his father for a period of time is him showing up during a birthday, giving him money, and then disappearing for another year. And then when Tony would come back into the picture, it's money, disappear. Come back. Oh, you have a stepbrother. Money, disappear. Oh, this is your stepmom. Money, disappear. And it came to a point where David was college age and he was trying to get a place and he was like, You think you could throw me some shekels and this nigga who literally has no relationship with David whatsoever. And mind you, it, you know, maybe you shouldn't ask the nigga who doesn't you you hate for money. Maybe. I don't know. But if that's your relationship with him, what the fuck do you expect? If that's what you have supplanted a relationship with you with is money. Don't be mad when I call you for money. 
So David hit him up because he needed a little help getting an apartment, and he like ran David down. He like it was like a thirty minute long diatribe about how David was a fucking loser and don't ever call me again, and I'm so ashamed of you. And I I thought to myself like David's telling me this, and my mind escapes just that moment. Right? It's just just the the concept that your your father mm-hmm. could tell you're a loser, you're a piece of shit, don't ever talk to me again. It's bad enough. But then when you consider the fact that this is the exact nigga who formed this relationship with you, it's why we're communicating yeah. with each other like this. If I am a loser, it's because I got your genes, my guy. And it just it it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks that way it's like, this is my dad telling me this. Yeah. I- and, and that I I my heart went out for David because to some degree you know, whatever whatever cash he was passing more, Game Boy here, N64 there, that was his relationship with his father that he had. Yeah, there was nothing else beyond that. And then this nigga just ran Dipped. him down and just fucked off with his, his family. And I I I and that I those are the things that I think about when I'm like I mean it's it's cool, I guess. But like things could have easily been just as bad, if not worse. No, I'm, and I, I think I do. I don't. I just don't want you to have like, you know, this Doctor Strange pipe dream in your head for like that's what what could have well, been. No, nah, I mean, no. That that's. I don't. In my mind, I don't fantasize it. Are you sure? I'm positive. You kind of just fantasize no, it a little. I'm bit. I'm saying I don't. I don't fantasize it like everything will be Gucci. But just the experiences the, and the, the little the, goalposts and the, the you know the, make a diamond with your hand so you could catch the ball type shit. Yeah, I the, the 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 fantasy of growing up with some kind of male bonding. Mm-hmm. I I think I think that's my bar. Do you do you resent that you had to uh, you? I know you do. Never mind. You you resent ask, ask you question. resent that you had to raise all your brothers. Yeah. In 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 whatever sense that I had to raise them, I have regret because I had to do that because do you, I I went from being it's like it's like I lost for the most part I lost the 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 opportunity to be an older brother because it's like I had to step into like a a, a, a parental role yeah. and so like for my brother for like at at the time growing up for them it's like. At times, I, I I would feel like they don't see me as their older brothers. Like they see me as like another fucking parent mm-hmm. because I'm the oldest, so I'm like automatically like the man of the house. Well, you were forced to be. But it's like now, but it's like now I I want to have a better relationship with my brothers. But there's times where I feel so broken to where it's like I I can't. You don't be, even know how to get started. You don't know how to I, be a brother. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how to be. I don't. How, I. I can't say because I think when I'm when I'm in the moment, I, I I can do it, but it's just like I I can't approach it from an older brother's like perspective, like from or like with love, because I'm like, I don't know how to fucking do this, mm-hmm. because I harbor some kind of resentment to them because I felt like I had to raised them because and they couldn't get their shit together so no, you had to watch them no because like it, it would be times where like we would get into like brotherly arguments and they would say shit to me and it's like like 
even though we're kids and and none of us like fully understand like the the total gravity of everything it's like in that moment like what you're saying to me fucking hurts my feelings and it's like i understand you're angry and i did something that like you don't you don't like but it's not like i'm doing this because i fucking want it's it's like this is what i know like i'm the oldest like i i feel like i've been fucking putting in the work at school this is my fucking sega genesis i should be able to play it by myself mm-hmm. i shouldn't have to do the whole like unplugging the, the whole i shouldn't have to do all that i shouldn't have to spend time with you if i don't fucking want to mm-hmm. but it's like mama's not here or or she's forcing me to do it instead of like giving me that kind of separation to as like I can I can have my own independence and be like yo this is mine and I don't have to share it with anybody mm-hmm. and it's like now like I'm in my fucking 30s and my little brother got out of fucking prison and and it's like I, I want to spend all the time with him but also I can't because he came out so fucking positive and he's just he's telling me everything that I'm 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 being so fucking like he came out positive and he's just he's telling me everything that he wants and and I'm like I fucking want that too but I feel so fucked up that I can't give it to you like you want a relationship with my kids and I want you to have a relationship with my kids I want my kids to know you I want my kids to know you more than you want them to know you mm-hmm. but it's like how can I like how can I give that to you without without feeling like if you're around my kids you're going to bring out mama hmm. you know what i'm saying like like and it, hadn't he done that already or was your no aunt? no it, that, that was my aunt but but it, it's but it's like for him like it's the way he talks to me that makes me feel like shit oh really because because he don't he told me he was like he told me that when he was in jail when he when he was locked up he started to harbor so much resentment for me because I wouldn't come and see him. Mm-hmm. And like, I never felt like in a moment where I'm like, dog, like, no, you don't understand. Like, I wanted to come see you. I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to let you know that like, I'm fucking thinking about you, like how much I love you and everything. But the people that I was giving the message to would not deliver the message. Mm-hmm. So when I would call them and I'd be like, hey, did you did, did you talk to him? Did you tell him like everything that I said? And it's like, nah, I forgot. It's like, how could you forget to tell him that? Did he did he have access to a phone or he he did, but he didn't have my number. And I, I would tell him, you have my number now. Give him my number. Tell him to call. If it's collect, I'll accept it. It's whatever. Why you never went down there? though? Because I didn't know where he was. I didn't know how to get there. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it was one of those things where it's like, but did, I had to be bust in. I mean, don't you think you could have figured out a way to do that? Or I, I tried, but it would be like he went, like it was like they moved him around or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he was in fucking Angola, right? But but your people wanted to go see him. That's what I'm saying. When they would go see him, they wouldn't say anything to me. But they, they would, they would tell, they would tell me after the fact. And even I'm just, if, I mean, I'm but just even at, even if I asked, they wouldn't tell me. All I'm all I'm all I'm saying is all I'm saying is I know what you're saying, but I'm saying they kept me out of the loop. I dig. I dig. I got you. It's about to take the longest piss. I, I understand. It's core, right? Yes. I understand his frustration. I understand that frustration, and I think 
it's a blessing that he came out and he's like, I still want a relationship with you. He he's he's like he's he's been on some like he wants to try to like mend the family back together. It's gonna take more than just you putting people in a room, though. That that's what I told him. You know, did, like, you, did you lay the whole thing out? Yes. We're just kind of having a nigger conversation right now. We're just having like, if the microphone was off right now. Yeah, but it like yeah, I I had that conversation with him, and I and I, I laid it all out, and I told him what happened. He was like, he was like, he's like, as your younger brother, I can't tell you what to do. But he's like, I can only tell you what I wish, like, could happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wouldn't mind that too, but. It's more that has to happen because like you're talking to the person who was wronged in the situation. Yep. yep. You're talking to the person who's like kid was wronged in the situation. Mm-hmm. Who's at the time old lady was wronged in the situation. So it's not, I can't just be like there's a there's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm like I, I I'm like it's not just mama comes up and says I'm sorry and then we hug and everything. Yeah, no. Nah, Cuz you can't just apologize to me. Cause as a man, you can't just apologize to me. You gotta apologize to everybody else, and you gotta own up. I, I think it's, to it. it's 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 more than an apology. It's a it's also yeah change it's, behavior. It's well yeah it's a change behavior, but it's like you've really really got to make it up to me, man. Like, and I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't need. I don't need things. I, I think it's it's hard for people to understand exactly what like atonement and like apologizing really should look like. And you said it yourself. You had to change the behavior. There's nothing she could do to change the behavior back then. And it's entirely your prerogative as to whether or not you want to forgive and forget and brush the shit away. But what would help you, to your point... What would help you, I think, forgive and forget and move on and just let it go would be an apology, a sincere one a re- like to everybody a re- involved and a real conversation about everything you went through because it wasn't just putting y'all out. Yeah. And I think I, I think you should acknowledge that. Yeah. You were it's every it more it's than from that. the rooter to the tutor. Like I I it it's, it's so much. Yeah, but it's it's like the for I I I'll say for the kicking us out thing. I can I can accept that apology and that and then that'll pre, I'll pretty much just say we aces because everything before that I can acknowledge that she was just doing the best that she could. Was it the best that she could? No, but for her, she was still like trying to like have a social life keep up with her friends and not feel like she's losing any time i can see that in hindsight so it's like for everything else i'm like was it fucked up yeah do i feel the way about it from time to time but i can say from the moment that like chris was born i didn't i like none of that factored into how christian was going to like like interact with with everybody Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but then like when when that shit happened it more so like detached us from everybody else because people had to pick sides yeah and for some reason nobody picked my side Mm -hmm. nobody was like no that's not how i'm no one was like i'm pretty sure that that's not how it went down Mm -hmm. so because they know me but then it's like it was real revealing because oh don't nobody in this fucking family know me 
And it, crazy? it would make sense at that point if you said, I don't really feel like being bothered with none of these niggas because for some reason, everybody wants to let her off the hook. And she did this to me. But fucking chained me to the to the boulder and rolled me down the fucking hill just to be it's, like, mm. it Well, because you were the one who was upsetting the balance. You know what I mean? You were the one rocking the boat. She was doing her thing for forever and nobody said nothing. And then you rocked the boat with that little Jamaican girl. And it, and it was like, no. Right. He's like, no, like, like, he, like, he's obviously the problem. It's like, it's wild that y'all yeah. feel that way. No one talked to me for like for the next 10 fucking years. Because it's the, it's the one who speaks up that everybody thinks is loud. Yeah. But you're just, spe- you're just speaking. If, if, if the three of us sat here and were completely quiet for 30 minutes and all of a sudden one of us says anything. It's just going to be the most alarming thing in the world. That's how it works. Is that these families work in such a way where it's it's so it's everybody's walking on like this thin pane of glass. And then somebody over here steps a little too hard and there's a crack and it runs all the way through and just because the bottom of that bitch doesn't break, everybody's like and they just keep on trembling walking down Mm -hmm. that glass walkway the truth of the matter is is that it doesn't change the glass from being thin those cracks ain't fucking going nowhere and just because you ignore it just because you walk past it has no bearing on whether or not people are not still dealing with the anxiety coming from that fucking crack in the thing i i really do think that it's a it's a universal thing, but I can only I could like families like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, we choose not to discuss things. It's not it's not something that we just like. Oh, I I just completely forget. Like Becca told me about something today, and it was like I think, like the trauma of her telling me what had happened, deleted it out of my brain. I was like, that's horrible. I'm not going to remember that. And I don't I don't think that's always the case. I don't even know why I brought that up. I think it's because it's just fresh on my mind. Um, but everybody knows what's happened. Nobody walks away from a murder scene and was like, you know what, everybody? If we don't talk about it. It never happened. It never fucking even happened, man. Um, and I think we tend to do it very much so because of outward perception. And we are so concerned that somebody's going to see our family and think our family's fucking nuts because, you know, such and such is gay. And this one had a baby out of wedlock and this one's going to jail and this one don't know what to do with herself. And she lost her husband and this and all that. And people are always so worried about how how things appear. And, you know, we don't believe in therapy. We don't believe in talking shit out. We don't believe in none of that shit. We're all about the whole like just put your head down and just like we're all yeah, gonna just, die. Just like, grit just your teeth and, and kiss walk, your grandma, eat some potato salad and go. And home then walk after. through the sandstorms, like with your eyes wide open. It's fine. A little, little dirt makes you and stronger. It's, I, I, I think it's 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 clear to me that our generation doesn't have any interest in continuing to do that. No. I not, don't necessarily know that the generation before us has that same interest in healing generational trauma. I think we are very invested in it. I, and I, I think that's because we are not we, we don't operate within the veil of we come from good people. 
I think we do, but I think we understand I, we understand duality. We understand that they can be good people and they could be good parents, but at the end of the day, there's still things attached to those good. It's the same no. thing we were just talking about with with uh, that person. Yeah, but no, what, what I'm saying when I when I say we don't operate within the veil is that like we don't just see them as good people. No, I, I, f- I feel like with with the previous generation, they operated within the veil of we need to keep up appearances that we are a weld old machine as a family and that there's nothing wrong with us. Mm-hmm. Because when people look at us, they're going to automatically assume that like because you because up oh, if you if you stumble is like, oh, that family is not there's not a good stock. It's like but but for us we're like no nah, that's th- not I how shit works yeah I think we're just more emotionally intelligent than our parents were I I think we took a big leap like our parents our parents generation was very much so like flower power and all that bullshit like they I were can't say they how, were kids I, growing through that you must be talking about you and Bobby's fair enough fair enough fucking fan because I was raised by teenagers <laughs> the Gen Xers probably Pro- probably. Um, fucking drinking Mountain Dew, doing things to the max. But that was <laughs> you know, fucking 30s. totally tubular. You fucking tried. Lives. I tried. You gave it a shot. You having a bad dad? I dude. had a bad dad, dude. Um, it's uh, I. It's weird. It, like they, they went from like my grandparents probably never talked about their feelings ever, ever. Like just didn't fucking do it because no. Because no one did. And then our parents' generation, well, the next gen, the boomers, were probably like, I'm feeling things. And the, the music right now is yeah, very emotionally like, Let's evocative. go to Woodstock, drop some acid, fucking let's, take my shirt off, yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. But I don't think they ever learned how to deal with any of it. They were like, I have feelings. Time to repress them. They were like, all right, that was nice. No, you're there. You're there. But what are you going to do with me? Nothing. Get down there. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait till my child plays softball. And I'm just going to break a bat over my knee. I'm going to embarrass this motherfucker. And everyone's going to say that dad's a real passionate about sports. It's like, no, no, he's still dealing with the fact that his dad spanked him when he was fucking five. But I, I think our generation has the benefit of the Internet. Yeah. And the emotional intelligence to be able to be like, that's toxic. That's not healthy. We probably shouldn't do that. But thanks to the generation after us, we kind of get to benefit from what they're pretty much being rolled into. What they're being raised in, we get the benefits of. Because like, cause you, when we were kids, even when we thought about therapy, therapy was a white person's thing mm-hmm. because they can afford it. That's still a white person. No, but I'm saying, but like, I'm. Well, that's still how. Yeah, yeah. We, it's we like look it's, at. Yeah, it. but for I'm saying specifically for them, it's mm-hmm. like I can't aff- like that's white people shit. I can't afford no fucking therapy. I got to work two jobs, mm-hmm. and and you think like, and so you gonna have to make a choice, son. You want me to be healthy or do you want to eat? It's like, well, you could get a better job. It's like I ain't got time for them. I'm trying to go down to the cotton club and fucking shake a jig. Shake a jig. Um, it just sounds like somebody picked up a fish and just started fucking. Yeah, you know, but it's wrestling it. It's it's just we we've we've become more and more intolerant of of the behaviors of our parents, and and I think 
we've kind of like some of us have reached a level of maturity we can go yo I understand you thought that you were doing your best, but I need you to understand something. You could have always went back and got your fucking education. All because you dropped out didn't mean you had to stay dropped out. Mm. Like just how you was going out to the fucking club, you could have been going to night classes. Not to better my life, but to better your life. So it's like in hindsight, well, we're what it's like in hindsight, we we feel I I won't say we. Those of us who were raised by like parents who wasn't doing who wasn't like operating at their best. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, you know you could have always done better for yourself, right? Like, not for the sake of raising your kids, just for the sake of you finding a true level of, like, fucking happiness and 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 well-being. You know what? You can say that because you did that. Yeah. And I think, I think your resentment for your mom is only going to grow the better you do. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I think... Oh, no, it's... As, that, that's as professionally, true. you do better and better, you're going to be like, she could have easily done She could have... And it's not like it wasn't available because y'all niggas was dropping out like fucking flies. You were raising her kids for And what were you I, doing? That sounds, I'm sorry. I don't even know you're more like that. But you're not wrong because that's what I've told you. Yeah. But you then you came, but let's, let's, let's put a positive spin on this. Also, I have to shit. So we have to probably start wrapping this up. Um, like the episode of this conversation. The episode. We can definitely come back to the conversation. I have the shit now, and Bobby is unconscious. What is what a surprise! It does. I mean, all this changes today. Uh, I mean, to be honest, like, let me turn on your microphone real quick so you can speak. Thanks. To be honest, I really couldn't join in this conversation at all. So. I wonder why, yeah, Bobby, is because you grew up in a two-parent household. Yeah. Fuck you, Bobby had Sorry. some turbulence. It, but it's. Bobby had some turbulences. That's, but at the same time, just from my perspective, Bobby having turbulence is not the same as as Bobby like not having like an adequate roof over his head. That's that's the. I think that's the thing. From that's always been the crux for me, is because all all of my best friends have not great relationships with their dads or they don't have dads so i've always had to like beat back this intrepid idea that just having a dad is much better than not and that is clearly the ca- that's that's a duh that's a duh it's, it's i feel like a rock star i mean if i had the option but it's like it's, i would choose to have a dad but there there are things that can still go very awry. Time to pay the bills. Tell your mama hit me up. Oh, son of a bitch. Here's a word from our sponsor. Go buy some shit. Yeah, let's cut through the chase, okay? What are you guys selling? Get real, get right. I hate this. I hate you. Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. This weekend at the Alario Center in beautiful, disgusting West Wego in the Gretna Heritage Gun Pride Knife and Boot Show. Come and shop from all your favorite sports and murdering brands. Feeling like less of a man? Let's fix that today. Come and touch and smell actual instruments of death. No ID? No problem. Only 10 years old? Didn't I just fucking say no problem? Prior felonies on your record with a deep seated propensity to violence and rage? 
Why are you asking so many fucking questions? Didn't I just say no goddamn problem? You get down here, you get these guns, because you like it and you need it, don't you, you tiny dick bitch? Cut all that belly aching and get to the Alario Center this weekend from October 32nd through November 11th and a half before that black guy breaks into your house and has sex with your wife and adopts your kids because they listen to rap music because he's cooler than you. And you know it, don't you? You coward. You could never fight and beat Ving Rhames. Never, ever, ever. You won't, and you should be afraid. So get on down to the Lateral Center this weekend for the Gretna Heritage Pride Gun and Knife and Boat Show. I was kind of, just kind of talking that shit. That's true. You know, toward the end of the episode, you'd be like, periodically, and I'm a long periodically <laughs> amount of time. I'm over here, and I'm like, Hooked on phonics. Failed him. It's like, jokes on you. I couldn't afford hooked on phonics. Did I really just call this nigga the savior of his family? <laughs> Periodically long I'm period of time. Lying. She didn't have no teeth. It's like, will Charlene take her dentures out? <laughs> all right. Okay. okay all right. Well, he heard that. He still heard with that. Us. Right. I didn't mean that. Charlene got teeth. We seen him. Have we? Have we, have, seen have we though? Like, like when you really think back, <laughs> when's the last time you saw that? <laughs> <laughs> when's the last time you seen that teeth? <laughs> Prove them to me. Prove it to me right now. Show, pull up a picture right pull now. Picture right now them teeth me. look different every time. That app's working real hard. <laughs> them fucking, them fucking dentures. That Elgin Seltzer Plus. <laughs> just, just like your wife, she don't listen to this stuff. That's no, hurtful. She said it on the phone that she listens to this. No, I think she said that she likes when we when we do it. So oh, that when we call her, us. yeah. No, when she calls him, and I fucking groan. As as long so as is, I swear to God, as long as she's before or after, it's all it's good. good. When she calls, when during, call though, during recording, boy, she's a fucking problem, Bobby. I'm I, I down start the- sucking your finger so I can pull the ring off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> I'm not for it. Fing wing wing. No, he's got you got one of the rubber ones, huh? Well, cause you know his his finger I don't like can't. I said I didn't say the whole bunch of shit I wasn't supposed to say. You know, Bobby hasn't had a condom since '85. You know, that's the condom you're playing with right now. Mm. He just cuts off the fucking. He snaps it on his balls like no, Jared's foreskin. Oh, come when on, that's that, dark. When I went Got sized. I'm sorry. Let me put your mic. Circle. Back on. No. <laughs> when I went got sized for my ring, mm-hmm. um, they said because uh, like now when I put my ring on, it just uh, it, it like has no mm-hmm. snow grip. It just comes right. You off. beat the walls out that ring didn't because you, you lost know? weight. Oh. You know you lose your weight in your fingers first. Oh, is that one, ladies? I'm gonna go get it resized. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, don't you have to do that anyway? Uh, mine's still good, my, but my hands have stayed the same for a very long period of time. I get that little thing. It'll be 10 years in September, bro. Here's the thing. Here's how, how like, a part of the fucking crowd I want to be. Now, I want to get married just so I can also be right. and be like, yeah, isn't it weird how just, like, your ring just kind of, like, slide off you your face? You want to get married for weird reasons. Revenge. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Spite. Spite. <laughs> pettiness. Jealousy. And FOMO. You hear that, ladies? I'm getting married because of FOMO. Because my friends Wait, are over I'm a, here. I'm going to drop to one knee. No, I ain't doing and that. And I'm going to ask you to marry me. Nah. I'm and gonna... I'm going to look at everybody for approval. <laughs> Yo, this is good, right? You, yeah? Yeah. 
See it? No. I, I seen a no. Can we like get just like don't a crowd do it vocal? in a mall? From what I understand, no. the mall's just not the spot. No. First of all, then a I, bunch of white kids in Supreme t-shirts come and hug uh, you. Uh, it's it's okay, dog. It's like first of all, don't call it's, me dog. It's two, okay, dog. Two things: why to get okay, your fucking exactly. hands off me? Get your Idaho spuds <laughs> ass off me. <laughs> No, nah, I, I I think if I were to propose, I'd do it in a restaurant, like one of the fuck. Because again, TV raised me, so like putting it in the food, it it seems like it never fails. Nah, nah, dog. I think this is the move. Hear nah, me cause, out. You know, you gotta if hear I me out, to, though, bro. Wait, look, because here's why. Here's why, though. I'm gonna forget. I'm super high. Uh, go ahead. I just want to go to like Chili's or something, but I get them to sing like Jagged Edge, "Let's Get Married" instead of the birthday song. Got put it on the riblets, right? Huh? Put the ring on the riblets. Let's get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, hilarious. No, yeah, I, but it's like, let's get married. <laughs> There's a bunch of white teenage girls. <laughs> fucking up the song. Wait, what, what chilies you going to? Because that ain't around here. Y'all must be going to chilies in like Mississippi or something. What Houston. is all the chilies you go to? No, no. have only Negro working they'll be going to one in Austin yes, I, didn't, I didn't know Chili's was a predominantly Negro uh, employer in Spanish oh and Espanol yeah Espanol yeah. yeah if you go if you go to the two Chili's that's in our vicinity <laughs> that, that's what you will find I think I've said this before on air but Bobby goes to Chili's too much at least twice a week no. Not as much anymore. I know not as much anymore because you're doing back good. Back in the day, he was one of those like back best customers. Yay, like give me, the, give me the riblets with them chicken well, fingers all, before COVID and that Texas uh, salad. <laughs> salad. That nice southwestern salad, salad with the corn, salad. the corn, and the chipotle peppers and the chickens. <laughs> the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Everything's different now because of COVID. What's different? What's more different now? What's the most differentest thing? I think right now you have you have the situation now where one everybody's hiring. Everybody's hiring. Everybody's hiring because nobody wants to work. I I think nobody wants to work because they're not paying people enough to work. Um, that's also true. Because now, see the because everything went up, the the also the prices went up. So and like you got you got most places now. I mean, you can't get you can't get a job right now that's under fifteen dollars. You can't find a job that's under fifteen. Yes, I could hire you for a job right now that was under fifteen dollars. That you can work at McDo- McDonald's. Drop they shit from fifteen to eleven fifty. They were like, you niggas didn't deserve this. Mm-hmm. We made a mistake. It's crazy. You're not it's good like, enough at your job. Everywhere you like, everywhere you walk into, like <clears throat> it's like now hiring. It's like starting pay, and they got signing bonuses and shit like that. Um, yeah, yeah. They only working there for a limited time only because I just I need to be here long enough to get that sign on bonus. Oh, that's Dom- all. Domino's will give you that stack. They're like five hundred, but that's not a stack. Five <laughs> five hundred like bills. The wind is by my job. Mm-hmm. They were doing a. a a fifteen hundred dollar signing bonus, and it was starting fifteen dollars an hour. You almost filled out an application. No, they man. had three. They had three, three. <laughs> they had three girls that started working there, and they worked there for two and a half months. <laughs> and them motherfuckers <laughs> rolled I out. Just, on them. I just imagined 
Um, speaking of which, I have a referral bonus that I need to get Fire. because I'm about to hire everybody and get all these monies. Yeah. Straight up. Um, I got three right now in, in the works. I just imagine Bobby as a Wendy's shift manager <laughs> with that big-ass red shirt. And they're like, where Rob? Rob! She said she wanted chicken, and then she said she didn't want chicken, so I had to change it to the burger. He's like, all right. He come up and Bobby go. Real quick. All right. And you run that card. He goes. Zit, All right. Y'all have a good one. And he go back to the office. Sitting at that desk that's right by the drive through window. <sighs> cry. Put his hands on his head. <laughs> the fuck has happened to me? What am I doing with my life? <laughs> what are you doing? You can see him getting upset. Bobby, you went to college. Bobby, you you got, you got a degree in You run a Wendy's. <laughs> you ain't even franchising it. You just run it. Come on, nigga. Yes, can I help you, man? Welcome to Wendy's. Do you want a Baconator? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Baconator. Would you like to try a complimentary Baconator with the order of three Frosties? A complimentary. Fuck yeah. We'll throw a Baconator in there for freebies. On, on everything. You ever been to Wendy's on free Baconator Wednesday? <laughs> no. They just sling. They just. They just throwing them out the fucking just window. People standing outside the drive-through window. They're just like it's like Mardi Gras in this fucking window. You want a fucking baconator? The beautiful thing Show about a baconator is that it's seven pounds, but if it smacks you in the face, it doesn't leave a bruise. It's amazing. It's soft. It's all that heavy cheese. If you if you turned a baconator all over to it to its side and started licking it, indiscernible from a vagina. <laughs> Even it has that fresh workout taste. Same, same. <laughs> that post workout sweat the, taste. Yeah, it's that salt and cheese. That seasonings. And them two lips of beef. <laughs> the bacon with the, the bacon. bacon. <laughs> the bacon in the middle. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah buddy. We straight up just described every vagina. Let me tell you something. That's why. That's why uh, uh, Biggie Smalls did it. He was, he was referring to uh, coochie and money is like all foods and shit. Food is like the universal language, man. Dog, I was hitting it right, and I felt like my dick was a stalk of rhubarb in a fresh strawberry rhubarb pie, and all the poison had been cooked out of it. I like to imagine that my penis is poison. That's sometimes. stupid. Is That's it? Dumb. Yeah, is it, it? Is. Yeah, and I don't believe ASAP Rocket cheated on Rihanna. I just want to throw a little. Wait, bit Wait, that already pop. happened. God I wanna, damn! I want to throw that little bit of like pop culture. The into cycle's this moving so fast. This is probably gonna wind up being the, the twofer. I probably might up splitting it. Y'all niggas on your phones. Never mind. This ain't gonna be no twofer. When you find out the pastor wife a freak. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why that sounds like Charlene, dog? Why you no that did not. Don't do that. Hey look. Look, that's my friend's wife. I need you to relax. You know what? Here's the thing. That's your cousin. <laughs> I wasn't talking about the context. The woman's voice just sounded like Charlene. No, it didn't. It did. It kind of it sounded did like not. Charlene to me. First of all, oh, you know, I was about to say something so mean. I had a bad dad day. 
<laughs> Nigga, I, I was about to serve and, you. And I, and I, 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 I got to catch my, I, I've been catching myself as of late. Can I guess what the joke was going to be? You would not have guessed what the joke was. I, but go ahead. What would I know about a black no. woman in coitus? No. no. Okay, cool. No, it wasn't going to be the joke. That was going to be brutal. It wasn't Just even, tell me the joke. I wasn't, wanna, I gonna, it wasn't joke even going to be a shot at you. I want to know that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, no. Then let's, yeah, let's, no. I had a bad dad day and, and I, I just. So spicy. Just yeah, like, I've, I've been real, everybody been real spicy to like after that shit. Cause I added, I, I have, it's like, I have no other way to fucking like deal like with the emotions, but like, but to be like mean to other people. Oops. He's going through his fucking wedding videos right now. Oh, really? No. Let me see. Damn, Bobby, I was trying to set you up just in case. Wait, you know, do you know. have a website for all your wedding pictures? Yeah. How come I don't have the link, Bobby? Yeah, why we don't have the link? <laughs> That's funny. Not for me. I, I've, I haven't had sex in a long time, Bobby. <laughs> what? What? Why you got to lie like that? Why can't I lie? Why you gotta lie like that? Why can't I lie the way I want to? No. I'm just I'm just happy. Old Tuskegee's getting back to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I'm happy Solomon's back on the railroad. I don't even understand. You know what I mean? No, I don't. But it's so fucking fucking funny because I don't understand what it is, I'm, and I don't want to look it up. I'm happy that James is back at the plant. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I'm, saying? <laughs> Why these I'm 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 just happy that Heathcliff is back in his office. You know what I mean? Fucking James got a job at the plant. Is that a fucking good time reference? You ain't shit. Cause I'm black. <laughs> Motherfuckers better recognize. <laughs> you, you, you better fucking keep up. Y'all should see me walk around. I got this nice little jig I do. Um <laughs> Yeah, man. No, I'm just sincerely. I'm just happy Will's back in Bel Air. You know what I mean? That's 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 where I'm at. Okay. I'm just happy Dwayne Wayne's back in a different world. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm just happy that rerun is back at Cooley High. <laughs> no. no. I know it's okay. I, I know. I know. I just I needed to catch y'all before you could correct me. I'm fully aware that rerun is not from Cooley High. Has anybody in the room watched Crooklyn? No. Yeah. Okay. You watch too much TV, dog. I've Crooklyn was it. a movie That's in the fucking nineties. What? What? 80s? Where did you see it? At a place on the t- on a TV. Yes. How else would I fucking see a movie, Perry? At the movies. An old ass movie at the movies? Yeah, you can see old movies They're at the movies. They're not playing the old Spike Lee movies in the fucking movies. No, Perry. they don't play Spike I, Lee movies nowhere. Exactly. They're going to just go straight to VHS. Even the new ones. Y'all seen Judas and the Black Messiah? No. That shit will make you cry. That's why I haven't watched it. Ooh, Probably I felt, not. I, I felt just, so I black. Watched we watched it. We were, uh, we were in Florida last year. In Florida? Fucking yeah. brought it up like you watched it recently. We did. It was last year. It was just last year. Um, we watched it, and we were watching Beck and Jen were there. Uh-oh. And as I'm watching these whiteys kill Fred Hampton in his bed, I go, 
<laughs> and Becca was like, "What?" And I was a, a, a tear creeped down my face. Like, what? 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 Honky. <laughs> like this bitch gonna kill my beautiful black brother <laughs> in his sleep. sleep. Why in his box of drawers? Fucking pigs! You poison me, bitch. Stupid. So I stay down. You pregnant, bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am revolutionary. No, I still haven't watched. Haven't it was watched deeply it. touching. Okay. It was. It was. It was. It was good, man. I'm not going to watch. Like Keith Stanfield. He did a great oh, job. I got Daniel. Watch. Daniel Kuleda. I got to watch the new season of Atlanta. I have. I've been missing him. Atlanta. Yeah. Bobby, you been watching Moon Knight? I have. I haven't seen the latest episode yet, so don't say nothing. I gotta finish it. I hadn't seen it. I got. I gotta finish the new. You episode. haven't seen it yet. I hadn't seen the new episode yet. No. Oh, but you you've been up with it. You just haven't seen the. I just hadn't seen the new episode. I'm just yeah. waiting on like you got the, your Doctor Strange tickets. No. I don't. Did I don't you already buy Doctor Strange. He always buy? does. Yeah. Who are you going with? Me. Because he doesn't go with us anymore. Well, because y'all don't y'all don't like watching it in yeah in, in, higher definition in so. Dolby IMAX mega fuck. Yeah, I th- I think I want to watch it in the mega fuck. Then go with Bobby to the mega. Not go with Bobby. It's too late. No, it's not. It's I not mean, too late. Two it's I too late. I don't like people Bobby. sitting next to me. It's, yeah, it's too late. Why is it too late? Go with Bobby I, no, to the mega fuck. I, I know I'm going. I don't know when I'm when I'm going. Just uh, go with Bobby. Uh, Chris wanted me to invite you to her birthday party. <gasps> I'm fucking there. Is it at Nicole's house? I believe it is. Never mind. <laughs> I will FaceTime her like a son of a bitch. She was like, you can tell Perry if you want to. That means, no, because Chris is a loser. That means she really wanted me to come. Oh, I might. Because it, it unprompted. I fucking hate Nicole, though. Okay. So I don't know. That's a weird one. It, it, it yeah. When she I said have I was to like, be on her premises and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, did I'll, you say you know your mama hates him? No, right? no, because <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I was no, your like, mama thinks he's a homosexual, right? No, I don't I, think it's no, gonna work. I, I was just like, I'll, I'll tell him. Yeah, because now I'm, just, I'm not even Mister Perry no more. I'm fucking that nigga Perry. No, she didn't say all that. She just said she, Perry. Yeah, Perry. Right. Yeah, I was Uncle Perry at one point. You remember that? You, yeah, you were. You, you'll and be, then your bitch you'll, ass you'll, baby. You'll mama. be Uncle Perry. Again. I'm never gonna be Uncle Perry again. Who says? Would you just gonna get her to do it now? No, now would be weird. Oh, oh, you saying you gonna knock somebody up? I feel you. I feel you. Cause the nigga don't miss. I don't. My sperm work. It it puts it, it over time, boy. It's, 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 it's like. It's like ninja assassins shooting a hundred percent from the field goal line. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just one. It's not a thousand. He don't go in there and like invading like a army. No, no, I don't need it's it. It's like one. Sperm. He just sent in a group of five ninjas. Yeah, it's like into your coop. Seal Team Six, Flopian tubes, assassinating Osama bin Flopian, neutralizing it at the source. Yep, crushing. The fucking opposition. And the five of them, mind you, are going at it. Fucking wiggling up against that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> they got teeth. <laughs> Efficient. And they do fantastic Denzel impressions. Huh? You gonna try to do this? And all his that? sperm you look gonna try like, to outrun me, All his huh? sperm look like him, too. Like, his sperm look like him. 
<laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. That's what it is, yeah. The, the four that miss out. The four that lose. <laughs> like, whatever. Bro, whatever. I ain't even want your dumb ass egg anyway. <laughs> Just swim away. <laughs> they swim out and go back in the Quinn's dick. It's like, let's go back in. Man, I ain't had no egg in years. And they're just still in there. Just drop another egg. <laughs> Come on, let's make a twin. Come on, catch that next one. Dog, if I make tw- if if I if I have twins, if you with, with twins one, out, boy. I hope they both are boys. What is it with y'all? Y'all gotta I have, stop that I have, shit. I have three girls. You parents. gotta just hope for a healthy baby. That's what I you, always you hope say, for a healthy baby. I just want a healthy, beautiful black baby. That's but all. But though, I when want. you've had three girls, Ten though, you toes? want a fucking boy. That's and fucking weird to keep having kids. To, That's what David did. But you want somebody to carry on your 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 oh name? Oh my god! I don't want. I, I don't want that. I just want to like know oh, what it's like to be like a de- a, a a boy dad. That, but David all. did the opposite. He had all boys, and then, yeah, and they just keep going. Like they probably would have had another three fucking kids had yeah, not he's come like out. Drew Brees. Shit, like, I said. I said. I I probably got like two more in me. He's like Drew Brees. He's like looking talking, for that. You talking about you trying to have more children? I you need if, to stop. If if I have more kids, you need to stop. I'm, I'm only I'm only set up for two. Get more. a vasect. You can still come if you have a vasectomy. I know, but then like, there's no danger in it. You know what I mean? There really isn't. Then I won't be like out of three fifty in case somebody get pregnant. I just feel like when you come hits the ground, it's like predator blood. Is <laughs> it fucking? No, not predator blood. Alien, alien blood. blood. Yeah, it fucking it fucking burns through everything. <laughs> yeah. So I always aim for the toilet bowl. You, you know the water just like bubbles, bubbles, froths, and foams at the mouth. <laughs> nah, and then the toilet's pregnant. Yeah, I gotta raise that fucking toilet bowl. Then you lift up the seat one day, <laughs> just floating in there. Oh, whatever. <laughs> go, 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 guy. <laughs> Wham, nickel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pro- pro- probably two, and then I'm getting a vasectomy. Yeah, you got good sperm, though. You got real good sperm. So you want four kids? Bobby still want one. One boy to rule them all. Good luck with that. What I'm saying is... it's I, I, I feel like everybody I know, when they're like, I want this... It's never that. Yeah, it's never that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not super. Nat- That's not the word. Superstitious. Superstitious. Thank you. I'm not a sitcom with two white dudes. Um, aren't they funny? They're funny in it, right? It's a sitcom. You Superstitious. Sitcom. Supernatural. Supernatural is not a comedy. It, but they're funny, right? They have their moments. Yeah, and then they. They then, prep didn't one of them in? die. They die a lot in that show. Sorry about the spoilers. It, it's, um, a, it's a it's a show that's no longer on. If you haven't watched it by now, get fucked. Get fucked. Like like when people tell me the ending of Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad, it's like I never was gonna watch that shit in the first fucking place. No, I got Jesse. I don't know what that's from. I'm the one who knocks. Everybody knocks. So, Babo. Yeah. One shot. One kill. One bird. One stone. That's it. That's all. I'm yeah. That's don't it. want to. Huh? Don't want to. Nah, Not what, even if the first one's a girl. Whatever comes out, it'll be a girl, and I go to jail later on in life. You're really not. You're huh? going to die first. Maybe so. 
I mean, I think it's hard for a dad to have a daughter. Uh, because Isn't that? You think about how much of a dirtbag you were and that she might potentially date it's a dirtbag like always, you. You just always want a son first. So then to he protect can go to jail. The dog, so he yeah. can beat the fuck out of him. You can bail him out easy, you know. He's a minor, so he doesn't know any better. He was just protecting his sister. He murdered that kid. <laughs> he was just protecting his sister. That kid's dead. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the reason why I want. Well, I guess I want during my my recent like development. I believe I want a son for more emotion. I just like really wish somebody would have a kid already. I, I've been waiting for so long for one of y'all to have a child. What about you? I don't. I don't think you realize how fucking angry I get every time you do that. <laughs> I don't think you're. I don't. I, don't, I think I do, you think I it's. Do, I do know that. So that's like I can. It's like no. It's like I'm. No, I'm, I'm aware. But that's, that's why it's I worse. I think that's why it's even worse. Is because you know, like, I stay up late at night and cry about it. And I mean, you're you like, keep throwing me these alley oops. So. Yeah, some you just gotta like let just just brick. Nah, I'm I'm gonna dunk that bitch every time. If you throw me an alley oop. <clears throat> I'm gonna dunk it. I'm gonna Jackson Hayes that bitch and fucking yeah. yam that motherfucker every time. I mean, I don't expect anything less. Stop throwing me at loops. It's live city up in here, bitch. Slam dunk. <clears throat> it's a slam dunk contest, and you just threw it off the backboard for him. I did. I definitely. Uh, <coughs> so I definitely think Dominic's definitely gonna have a a, a white baby. Um. So you have a nice like white orange baby, a nice pumpkin. Yeah, baby. Yeah, he's oh yeah, he's gonna come out looking like a fucking pumpkin. He's <coughs> gonna be red and freckled, and he's gonna have a ni- he's gonna have a nice tight bush already. <laughs> gonna come gonna come out with a tight fro. Yeah, a nice red, af- fiery red afro too, oh. like like this microphone, like it's gonna be red. I'm not gonna want to touch that kid. It's gonna be red. He's gonna have horns. You're not gonna want to touch that kid. He's gonna have horns. Is kid gonna be this fucking red, Perry? Yeah. This red? I'm I not. I mean, Dominic came out with like a little. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want. Crazy. Wanna, I'm. I'm not touching that kid. He looks so angry. He looks like he wasn't all the way developed. Dominic's kid's gonna come out angry. He's gonna be yelling at people and stuff. He's not gonna cry. He's gonna yell at people. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's. It's gonna be. It's gonna be epic. Blow my fucking head off right now. What are you talking about? I just ripped off. It just said duty ass. <laughs> <laughs> it just said duty ass. That's not even a whole joke. I mean, duty ass is pretty funny. It's not nearly funny enough. God. Okay, I guess. I guess that's cool looking. I guess. There's no satisfying you. Yeah, I'm just that. I'm I'm just ready to uh I think that's why I want to make this trip out to te- Texas to um to Florida to go hang out with um Justin and the girls. Yeah. So Millie's always asking for me and shit. I always have good relationships with um like my nieces and shit. I don't know what that I think it's cuz I'm a femme. Um or you could just be a good uncle. I'm not 
I'm 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 objectively not. Um, I mean, I know at least one kid that would beg to differ. Who? The bug? No, she's she's so like past me. It's I I always I always wanted that like, oh you know your uncle comes to pick you up and you go get sandwiches with her, and we do we do sandwiches. I don't know. I just never <laughs> I never lived up to my uncle expectations. Um. You know, when Jody was born, I had all these, like, grandiose thoughts of, like, you know, I'm going to be, like, this super cool, like, big cousin that, like, because Becca had this, like, this, like, tremendous relationship with her cousin Robert. And, like, it just seems so cool to, like, you know, have that. And, like, I've always wanted that with, like, Nicole and Tony, like, because it was so much older than us. Um... I don't know. I thought I thought I could do that too, and I just feel like it's it's as of late. I've just I've felt like it, it's it's gone. I don't it's know. I, I missed my opportunity. Oh, it kind of is. Lucy's gonna she's gonna do big things. She's gonna get out of the state and shit. And Jody is is so together, and she's got it like fucking figured out. I just wanted to to be big and awesome. So I need what I'm saying is I need Dominic to have a girl, um, so I can have you know third try through, and maybe have that going on. <laughs> Dominic's definitely gonna have a boy. Let's fuck it up. a super athletic boy at that. No, oh well, yeah, that'd be awesome. It, it's. I mean, it's always the opposite. He's gonna look athletic as fuck. Nah, it's it's dog. It's always the opposite. Because you see, you see two athletic, you know, gifted from God, like Jackie Joyner Kersey and the dude who created Ty Bo. and those Billy people Blanks? have a kid. <laughs> it's funnier if I say yeah. the dude who created Ty Bo. And they go off and they have a fucking kid, and that kid comes out and he's like slubby as fuck. He's schlubby. He's like fat skinny. He looks like CM Punk. Like he's built like that. Like he's got the spare like the skin that just goes into like this bell shape. Um that's that's who I imagine Jackie Jernick Kersey and Billy Blanks giving birth to. And then it's the opposite way, because that kid will meet some some you know, some black chick shaped like Kathy and Jimmy and Hocus Pocus. And then they have a kid, and his name is like Ladariusness Thompson. Oh. He's he's the Heisman Trophy winner this year, and he's he's you know the guy picked up first in the draft. He goes he goes straight to Carolina. Yeah, has a very middling career, just never sees his potential, and then he gets traded to like San Diego, and then you know the dynasty. Um, That's a damn. Yep, I can see that. They could call him the Big Rear Machine. He's gonna yes. be a running back. Yep. And uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be five four, two hundred and sixty five pounds, all muscle. He's five be, four, six he, four, five no five four. He's tiny. He's like Darren Sproles. If Darren Sproles cloned himself and ate Darren Sproles, <laughs> that, that 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 guy. He's gonna run for three thousand yards. He's gonna be the only person ever. He's gonna break records. Yeah, I think I think that I think that my zeal for being a father is his. Attempted to commute itself into trying to be like a really cool uncle, and I think it's a good fit for me, honestly. So, um, not a huge loss, 
but I, I mean, I guess I am kind of beating the shit out of myself right now. I'm just like, that was Jody and Lucy were kind of like my V1. And then like you and Dominic will be like my V2. It'll be like my second chance of redemption because I'm like older and wiser. And I like might actually have some things to pass on at that point. And then it's like, oh, okay, fuck. Like Uncle PJ is like some, he's this real ass boy out here. And then they'll be like, "Oh, and he's also fucking funny. This is crazy." Yeah, you, you understand, like, yeah. If 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 and when I have a child, my Y'all child's gonna, gonna be like away. a fucking celebrity. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. He's so like, who? it's gonna be hard to it's gonna be hard to catch up with him. He's gonna have a phone number already. Like, you have to call him directly. I appreciate you taking away my dreams from me. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying, like, if you look at the our family dynamic, our you know our family dynamic exists <coughs> right now. I mean, here in New Orleans, you know, you know, uh, I would be the first, you know, grandchild. I would have the first grandchild and possibly maybe the only grandchild. Definitely, probably. Definitely, probably. So then so then it would be like everybody would be putting dibs in to, to get this little motherfucker. I think you're. I think you're hoping for that. No, no, no. I'm definitely. It's, and it's, I, I do. I do hope it happens because I feel like there is. There is a sincere, like, oh yeah, we never gonna see this kid. <laughs> and then it's gonna be like, y'all take this funky little nigga out my house. Yeah, baby. Said, like we ain't gonna. Never, that's what. Like we was always thinking about. Like when. When deciding when we would try to have a kid, and it was like. You know, once we have a kid, like our, our, you know, social life would be gone and stuff. It was like, I was telling Charlene, I was like, that's not the case. Like maybe the nine months while you're pregnant, yeah. Once we have this baby, <laughs> I like how you think you're not gonna be able, like Charlene's gonna have, keep herself at home while she's pregnant. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I was about to say because that social life is gonna be on and popping. She's gonna be even eight, harder, eight and a half, because she'll have something else to talk about. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Like, look at what's growing inside me right now. But you know, like, you know what I mean. You know, how some people will be like, they'll have a child, and it's like, you know, you see that penis. It's like you know, it's like it's all about the child now. Like I can't, I can't have a day to myself and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's like you don't understand how many people are gonna want this child to spend the weekend with them or something like that. Like we'll always have, we'll always have babysitters. We'll never not run out of babysitters. I mean, I, I hope for your sake that is the case, dog. Because if it Cause is, I don't not, think Charlene's gonna be able to make it if she can't go out and about. She's very metropolitan. She's out here. I think that's a big element of her life. I feel like if you take that from her, it's it's taken a lot. We don't really go out now. We do things and we go out, but I mean, it's not. Like <laughs> we go out, but we don't really go out. <laughs> we be constantly doing shit, but we don't. We be doing nothing. We don't be hitting the town, but we be fucking it up. We be painting that bitch red, though. I tell you that shit. We just do it quick, and we we take a while. Be back in by be back in by twelve. I forgot what my apartment looked like for a little while because we was just we was out here, and the only reason I know that is because Charlene is like on the live. Yeah, but that's during the day if you notice. What you that's mean? That's at people's weddings and yeah, receptions and shit like that. Y'all be y'all be doing shit. Y'all be, y'all yeah, niggas go to y'all do, do shit. shit. You do that shit with the baby. 
No, thank you. Frankie Beverly and Maze don't really. It's not good for babies. That's not. D.L. Hughley. Who is that? The fucking D.H. Smooth. What's the nigga's name? J.B. Smooth. J.B. Smiley Face. No. The the boy that's not funny. D.C. Young Fly. J.J. Fish Ice. What's name? JJ Fisher. I just don't. I just don't think this new generation of comedians is very funny, dog. I feel like they missed that comic view wave, and it's well, just like no, because it's he it's, just makes fun of people, and it's nasty. So what it is is this: the new generation of comics is just it's a lot of you know skit people that came off of the internet. It's too many curse words, you know. They never did stand up. They never actually we did a grandpa. like. A stand-up routine. I think that's the thing. That's is that it. most that's, of them are they're, not actual. They're funny on little skits and stuff like that. Yeah. But doing a stand-up, like a stand-up set, like none of them have ever worked on that. D. Ray Davis is a stand-up comedian, so he's gonna be funny because he's a stand-up comedian. Uh, DC I Young think Carlos <coughs> was doing stand-up. Carlos, for yeah, Carlos and them did stand. They they did stand-up, but it was after. It was yeah. after the fact. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they they got found on online, and they got brought in to do stuff, and then they, you know, when they had a stand up special, they were like, <laughs> so then they started to perfect, they started to do more yeah. stand up, and started to get they they you know their shit together, but that's what yeah that's what gonna, a lot of comics, that's what happens is they get seen on social media doing some TikToks and shit. Right. And then it's like, oh yeah, come do this comedy show. And it's like it is a it is a whole different world. They don't know how to do that. I don't think DC Young Fly is funny in general. Okay. DC Young Fly is just 100. a it's like a new he's like <laughs> a new he was a new Chris Tucker. He made he did a rib video about a guy we worked with at Target. Um, and I think that might have been the last straw for me. <laughs> I think before then I was like, I don't, I, I don't really get it. And then he did that whole thing about old boy. You remember that? That'd be more specific. The the fella in the back room with the dreadlocks, who you share a name with at Target. DC Young Fly had a picture. I guess somebody sent him a picture of old boy. And he did a rib video on him. Really? Yeah, and I was like, fuck this. Like, that's I, fucking hilarious. I was like, that's not cool, bro. And I, I think at that point, I was like, you're a one-trick pony, bro. And you're, you're, you, if you I don't have a, a crowd gotta, to pick on, you're I not gotta funny. F- I got to find that video. But that's Piece a, of shit that's ass, what boy. comedians are. No. I got I to find that video because that's that funny as shit. Even old comedians. No, it's, that, dude's <laughs> a, that dude's a prick. I mean, but when you know somebody who's being made fun of by somebody who's like, uh, yeah. you're gonna have your it just, own it, personal opinion. But it, it enunciated it for. I just, it's a subjective thing. I just yeah. don't think it's fun. Um, I remember the comic view days, man. It just, it seemed like everybody was just going like 150 <clears throat> percent. Because they, because they, 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 for most of it, they kind of like fit the time, and we understood it. Well, then you had stuff like Comedy to be able to have these young comedians mold their, you know, mold their shit. You know. And before that, it was Deaf Comedy Jam. Yeah. And you created show it. Comedy just came out the heels of Deaf Comedy Jam. It Com- did. Comedy was just simply like, okay, not everybody has cable television. Or not everybody has the premium channels like HBO. They can watch comedy, you know. I mean, uh, Def Comedy Jam. So, 
let's go ahead and make another avenue. And BET was like, let's audition our, you know, our black comedians and put them on. Some of these young black comedians that are really funny that are not getting, not getting a whole lot of time a day. Let's put them up there. Have you ever heard of Brian Simpson? No. He's super funny. He's a black guy. (laughs) (laughs) Thought that was worth mentioning. You know Hannibal Buress? Yeah. You know all of these black dudes that are like welcomed by the white establishment of comedians? It's But it is like it's. I don't know why I brought that up, but it is kind of like two different worlds. Well, you got to think too. Hannibal Buress is one of them people that came up after the comic view ever. So there there was no more there wasn't another black like when did when did Kings of Comedy come out? Shit, that was in the fucking Was that before or after Comic View? Maybe still during, huh? That was still during, yeah. That was back but Kings of Comedy Because that was people. I mean that was, yeah, but I'm just saying like Specifically, like black comedy, I don't think has been like because I remember Chris Rock did bigger and blacker. Um, well, you got to think all the black Santa comedians that the big, the big time comedians still kept doing shows, Dave Chappelle right? Kept I'm, doing I'm just shows. trying to figure out like when it pitted out because even, even Kevin Hart to some degree became kind of a universal well, comedic, he, he had talent. to adapt. No, no, no. Yeah, but I, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, when's when was the last time Kevin Hart was exclusively like Stand a black comic? No, I'm just saying it's just don't. a black. Because I'm just, I'm like, I don't. It's almost like two different styles of performance. Like, he hasn't been a black comic in a long time, though. Huh? He hasn't been a quote unquote black comic in a long time, though. That, well, that's that's my point. Is that at some point because he's beyond that. Kevin Smith entered a different world. He's beyond Kevin that Hart. point. Soul plane. That's when it happened. He's beyond that point now. He's a fucking. He's a. He's a star. He's, he's obnoxious a, now. Yeah. You know he's not a comedian. Like see, comedians are still working. They they doing the, the 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 you know the the lounges, the comic lounges and shit like that. And they're still doing that. That's how they're making their money. I think he's still a stand-up comedian at heart, though. I, I he feel is. like he still that's, does stand-up specials. That's you, still his. No, no, I'm saying like in, as far as like his sensibilities, like how, like he, from what I understand, you know, he's one of those guys who'll do like several thousand takes on a movie set, um, and he does a lot of improvisation and stuff like that. Like at, yeah. at its at its heart, that's like a stage. Well, yeah, cause thing to that's do. what he is at the end of the day. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but like, there's a lot of people who have like kind of maybe lost their chops a little bit like i I don't think cedric's funny anymore and like he's been in that sitcom system for a little while and i just i think because his his stuff is like routine now it's just not it's not good steve harvey i think is still hysterical i just think he's reprehensible as a person steve harvey doesn't do steve harvey doesn't do uh written comedy tv shows Right, but again, I'm just talking about like his sensibilities, like just how how he performs in front of an audience is still very improvisational, still feeling off the crowd. Like, I think people undersell exactly how difficult comedy is because it's it's a lot of like pro wrestling because you kind of kind of feel out the crowd. You gotta 
you got to be able to like kind of change your set on a dime and and figure shit. It's one or the other. I'm yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I find that Steve Harvey still has like those really sharp, super witty moments on the spot that you don't really get from just any old guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been doing it for a while too. So so fucking funny. Yeah, Steve Harvey's so funny. I I understand he's like a meme now, but like the nigga's hilarious. Like if you do just like a Steve Harvey reaction compilation on the YouTube's, like he's he's just he's very funny. Yeah, watching all those comp, uh, watching uh, the was Family Feud and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, all of his like answer reactions and shit. Yeah, shit is yeah, it's hysterical. I don't know. Just, just maybe it's just DC Young Fly. Cuz I think the the Carlo Malice guys, no, not Carlo Malice. Carlos Miller. <laughs> Carlos Miller. <laughs> I I always thought he was kind of funny and D-Ray's always made me laugh. DC Young Fly, I think his whole his whole thing is crowd work. And the, the saying the same thing over and over again. Well, he's a new he's young. He's a new young comedian who's He's not that young anymore, Bobby. I think he's been out here for a while. If, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, that video that I saw of him uh, roasting the guy we knew was five six years ago. I mean, that was, was a while ago. He's twenty nine. Okay, he's young. Right, but I'm just talking about how long has his career been? When did he get started? I'm that's what I'm saying. He's been out for a while. Pete Davidson's 29. Yeah, Pete Davidson's almost 30 as well, if not 30. And I don't think anybody would say Pete Davidson's new by any stretch of the imagination. He's not, but I mean, like like DC Young Fly, his his whole thing, they even got it like on his like when you when you google him. Mhm. Um you know, he's be- he's his best known thing is for for roasting people, for ribbon, mm-hmm. like that's what he started with YouTube and stuff like that. That's why he got found was doing YouTube videos, ribbing people, like ribbon videos. Mm-hmm. So that was his claim to fame. So of course, if that's his claim to fame, and that's how he got to where he's at now, mm-hmm. ride that train and keep cranking yeah. out those Medea movies. I mean, he only did one Medea movie. I'm, not, I'm saying Tyler <laughs> Perry did the same thing. Yeah, but it's just like, what? Well, yeah, why? Why change something that's been working for me? And if I, it continues well, that, to work, that's why I started the conversation with it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for you, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's clearly a market for it. People are buying tickets to go see him live. I mean, and he's probably headlining. Am I, am I right or wrong? He's not headlining. He's not headlining. That's shocking. That's kind of shocking. Because he does have quite the following. Yeah, he does have quite the following, but he's not he's not headlining. I know. think he could. Is what I mean, just what he's gotten off a while and out. And props to Nick Cannon, the baby maker. Um, really gave a lot of people a shot on while and out. Like more people than you realize. Um, and I I don't I don't like Nick Cannon at all, but I, I think credit where credits due. He's put a lot of young comedians and rappers on that show and giving them a platform. I think it's really impressive. 
Like he's well, I gotta turn this one. He's on. playing second fiddle right now. Like if you look at it, they have the no cap comedy to his D Ray Davis, DC Young Fly, Chico Bean, Michael Blackston, Carlos Miller, and then you got uh, what's his name? You got like three or four other people that are just like you know hosts and fillers and stuff like that. Like, you don't you don't think he could headline a show? I mean, I'm 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 not saying he couldn't, but he need other people on there to, to draw. No, yeah, but you do you think he could headline a show with his level of popularity? Not necessarily his act, because I think you and I both know that that is not worth waiting an hour and a half. For. I don't. I do not think that he could be the. He could be the final act on the, on the show. Not not his set like pop just popularity based off his popularity right now. You don't think he could draw? I think he has a draw. I don't think he has enough of a draw. I th- I think he gets people out. If 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 what I'm seeing is legit, like you see a lot of people bring you, not. There's not a, a great many people that on the internet on social media say. Oh, did you hear the thing D-Ray Davis said? You got to look at this clip of D-Ray Davis. That doesn't really happen. Not even a quarter of the time that DC Young Fly winds up popping up on your feed. And that's that's saying a lot. I'm not friends with a whole lot of folks that are that are into that specific brand. So it, to say that I see that often is really saying something. Yeah, I mean... I could be wrong. I mean, but as you know, like D. Ray Davis. So D. Ray Davis has more of a namesake. So if you look at it, like looking at it, like D. Ray Davis, Michael Blackson, um, those two, especially they're older comedians who will have a larger crowd source. They have a larger age range that they cover. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about with DC Youngfly, you're talking about, you know, from teenagers up to, you know, 25, 30 years. That's right. where, that's where the line kind of stops. Fair. Whereas D-Ray Davis and Michael Blackson would have 50 years coming. I'm fair. Same, same, you know, I'm talking about, you know, so from, from 20, you know, 20 years all the way up to 50 years. So you got a bigger dynamic of people. And then you have as a promoter, if I'm a promoter and DC young fly came and say, I want to do a a comedy tour. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, who else are you going to have with you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll put you as the, as the main draw. But who else are you gonna have with you? To to that logic, to that logic, I, I see what you're saying. That there's more. It's been a longer career. There's probably more people who are familiar with D. Ray Davis and Michael Blackson's work. To that point, they also needed supporting acts. Yes. So it's not to say that that's no, that's yeah, just no, not no, what happens that's, anyway. Yeah. But I, you you know, like I said, you have a you have that draw off of. You have you have more of a draw from from these two names mm-hmm. with the with the, the the number of people. So it's like if I'm having a comedy special with you know D. Ray Davis or with 
Michael Blacks and then I have the the people that's gonna look and search for it and be interested in it are gonna be a vast a vastly higher number of people than if I said I had a DC Young Fly comedy special. I mean that could also be just the nature of the audience too. Because to your point, I do I I think it's different audiences altogether. I do think there are more folks who are maybe more acclimated to going out and paying money for tickets to go see somebody live right. comedy. Yeah. That audience might be more familiar with that experience, whereas DC Young Fly's audience, for the most part... Look, just going to watch it on YouTube. Just watches all his shit on YouTube. That's their relationship with him. Whereas D. Ray Davis, at certain points in his career, you only... If you wanted to go see him... You saw him on Comic View. You had Well, you had to watch Comic View. You had to see him live, is my point. Is yeah. that it's like... DC Young Fly has that. Yeah. That's his entire world. So I think that maybe that might be why I don't find him to be especially great on stage is because, to your point, I, he hasn't really had a great deal of reason to need to do that, if that makes any sense. Like, it doesn't... Like, if he's making his money roasting people, like, why switch it up? Why have to do anything different? Right. It's clear that he's now doing stage work. And I'm actually curious to see whether or not he's actually put together a set like if he has like that tight five i'll let you know um (laughs) no i would love to um because i don't like him and i don't want to not like him it's just like i think like so the only if you think about it the only uh um i mean we could start we got five minutes left till two hours yeah so the only the only uh shows or anything like of notoriety that he's been on has been on Wild and Out. Mm-hmm. Besides the stuff that he did on YouTube, which is where he got found, which is how he got on Wild and Out in the first place. I swear to God, I'm, I'm going to have to his, this is going to be fucking with me. Like, I need to see his stand-up <clears throat> now. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, that's what it is. Like, I mean, he's been on, he's been on the one Medea movie um, he'd be great on oh, Friday if he makes music too. Yeah, yeah, he's He'd be great on Friday if they ever did another Friday. He would be fantastic in that movie. Like that's what he would really his his career would skyrocket if Ice Cube made another Friday. Y'all want to hear what his music sounds like? No. Greatest hits super compilation. I definitely need to knocked out a man on stage. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Um, for the record, I absolutely adore black comedy because, um, the portrayal speaks to me in ways that dry white comedy can't. Um, one of my favorite comics is Mark Maron. Um, and he's like this little angry Jewish guy and I think his messaging is me but his the way he says it is not I think we're pretty much done yeah I'm gonna record um outros we can just drop in as opposed to having to put one together So we're good. We're good. Have a nice weekend. Baby.
That's enough for this week. So this is it? We're finished? Y'all be cool. Do not miss a single episode. Holla back. Go clean your ass every day. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.